All right, folks, welcome to episode six of the Be Happy or Die Trying podcast. My name is Dan Coover. I'm your host, along with Paul Daffern. Paul, how are you? Dude, I am doing well today. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. It's a lovely... We're recording on a Wednesday evening, which is nice. There's sports back. Hockey's starting again. I'm very happy. Oh, and today, I'm excited, dude. I'm pumped. It's going to be great. Today, we're also joined by a very, very special guest, 366 sports contributor, Vikings 366 expert, and a very good friend of mine, and, and, and Paul's too, very good friend just in general, yes. <laughs> Travis, Travis Hooth. Welcome, second ever guest the Be Happy Yeah, second ever guest. Here we go. Heck yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. So we're going to, the topic that we're going to be talking about today, so in our episode six, is going to be living with things that are out of our control. We all have them. Everybody has them. There's certain, like, if you have a bad boss or if you have, but there's certain, you know, things that are, you know, worse than that. And there, there's certain things that go deeper than that. So um, I guess for starters, elephant in the room, for those who are listening to this, for those who are watching this, might be able to tell too, Travis doesn't have any arms. Mm-hmm. El- elephant that in the room. You, sources can confirm. Sources can confirm. Um, so I guess, Travis, how have you, you know, you are somebody who, again, you're a hilarious person. You're a very positive person. Um, so I guess for starters, how is not having, you know, any arms like impacted? Well, this is a stupid question actually. Um, <laughs> cause obviously it's impacted your daily life, but how is, right. how is not having any arms like impacted your life? I guess we could start there. It's a dumb um, question. <laughs> you know, I think it impacted me more when I was younger when like, learning how to deal with things that are out of your control is like, I probably had to learn that lesson a lot younger than most kids Mm -hmm. um, to get to where I am. Now I feel like I just look at everything as a, from a solution solving standpoint. Like if I need to get to, if I'm at point A and I need to get to point B, I just have to identify the extra obstacles that are in my way before I start. Um, and that's as simple as, you know, it's as simple as grabbing something off of a higher shelf to uh, looking at employment any, and anything in between. Like pretty much anything I do, I have to look at it from a, a problem-solving standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's absolutely fair. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and ultimately, like, I, I guess... My like one of the things I'm always curious about is like you're just such a like a funny and positive person. Like obviously I think it'd be easy to just be like, dude, like this stinks, but like how how has this situation kind of helped you look at other things in your life maybe a little bit more positively when things go wrong? I um I definitely wasn't always that way. Like I had my angsty uh kid years uh where I resented you know, being born this way. And, uh, but I kind of, I kind of turned it in the, the humor into it as a, a coping mesm- mechanism. <laughs> I always love to laugh. I always, um, and so I'm like, well, let's just make a joke out of it. And then a, when you're a young kid, kids are ruthless. 
Oh, they are, you know, yeah. in public school. Very true. And I faced my own fair share. I wouldn't actually say I faced any more or less bullying than anyone else that experiences. It's just that, you know, the, the targets on my back are a little more obvious than, you know, mm-hmm. some people's. Uh, but if you're already the one making a joke about it, like, I, you took the whole power out of their hands. Yeah, like, very true. I, like I decided to own it and yeah. that's just kind of how it, and that's how you get who I am today. Really. Awesome. I mean, uh, owning it is the biggest thing about it. Um, you know, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've, I've tried that self-depreciating humor. Uh, and that's honestly been the best way to, to, as you just said, I mean, if, if you make the joke before they can, you know, it really does take any kind of wind out of that sail. I mean, it just really just, it, it can still be funny, but then at that point they're laughing with you. Right. laughing at your problems yeah. uh so it's a good way to just as you said own it so oh man well i'm, I'm just I, I i do admire the fact that you have gotten as far as you have uh facing the obstacles that you faced i mean right. that that really does uh man i i cannot even imagine what what it would be like i mean it's just one of those situations where it's just night and day difference um and and i just you, you know I, what I, I think the coolest thing you do what? do is that you play video games with your feet. I was gonna say right. that. Yeah, I, I was trying. I was trying not to just jump right into that. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, he he does have a, a Twitch stream. Plug that yeah. in real quick, and we can. Plug what, what's that in your for, Twitch? For the what's video, your Twitch? It's uh, I forget the uh, like the full link, but it's no underscore fist. No fist. Yeah. No underscore fist. So go follow Travis yeah. on Twitch if you have Twitch. But like. <laughs> and, yeah. I think yeah, that in ahead, some yeah. ways, like hot take here, being in your situation, because again, you talk about just getting from point A to point B, like you have to be more intelligent, I feel like, than the average human being who's like, for me, just like, it's something as simple as like opening a door. Like, it's just, I don't even think twice about it. But like, so right. do you think that in some ways, like the intellect that you've like gained from this is like pretty freaking dope? Yeah, uh, I I do think that there's that's valid. I think it took me a long time to focus that energy in more productive ways. Like I was not a great student in high school. I, mm-hmm. you know, I flaked mm-hmm. up on homework all the time. I was a good it test was, taker. Right. I get the B's on the tests and pass the class, even though I did half <laughs> the homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it took me a long time to not be that kind of person, even like after school and mm-hmm. really. But I do think that in a way that, yeah, that my mind's always sharp. I always have to use it to do those simple tasks. So like, well, I'm not, you know, it's like the brain, the muscle, you know, you use, or, you use it or you lose it. And I always have to use it. Yep. I mean, I mean, reading books uh, at a young age and then just reading a lot of books in life uh, definitely helps your intellect and helps you like learn more words and whatnot. And in that same way of just like experiences, life experiences that you've had to approach from a problem solving situation that that really is kind of like an almost like an iron sharpens iron but you're sharpening yourself right so i mean that that's just that's awesome uh in my opinion and i definitely agree with dan i mean you've got to be great in like an escape room you're just like take command of everybody (laughs) tell everyone what to do right yeah never done one of those i've always wanted to try one of those though i did a virtual one a couple weeks ago that was interesting a virtual a escape virtual room. Virtual escape okay. room. Like I don't think it was I mean, as fun because I could like it didn't feel trapped. Yeah, right. I mean that's kind of <laughs> problem about it. But I mean here here's the question though. I mean there there's tons of different like themed escape rooms. What kind of theme 
escape room would you want to do if you, if you could do one, Travis? I go a little bit left field here. I would love a pirate one. Like one pirate of those, like, All right. like, almost like an Indiana Jones style, like pirate kind of, those kind of theme traps and puzzles, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So uh, if I'm going to do that. it, it might as well be something extravagant like that. Pirate theme is always True. a good time. Um, right. Moving, shifting gears a little bit. So again, today's episode is kind of themed of like dealing with things in life. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to deal with no, the less. No, you're good. Honestly, I, I love tangents. Tangents are awesome. Yep. This is a pro tangent podcast. For sure. <laughs> That's my kind of podcast. Yes. Uh, and honestly, we're just 366 Sports. It's just a pro tangent company. Like everything we right. do is mm-hmm. just see our group chat is yeah. successful. Anyway, yeah. um, oh, God. It's, it's a big cesspool. <laughs> Part of that's my fault. Anyway, um, shifting gears a little bit. Obviously, this episode is about dealing with things that we can't control and things that we can't mm-hmm. control. Do you, do you sometimes, Travis, like feel as if like that process or when you were maybe a little bit younger and you said that you didn't accept you know, like how things were and it took a while. Do you feel like sometimes dealing with things that you can't control is almost like going through like those five stages of grief a little bit? Oh, it, it definitely is. I, I, I had those moments. I had the anger moments and the, the sad moments and, you know, the, the acceptance moments, you know. And it kind of – it wasn't like the grief stages where you kind of go through them once. Like I kind of, you know, went into a couple and then I went back to one. Like it was way more of a weave in and out of them until I came out the other side than, you know – one straight shot because then like you're dealing with that and then you like you're a kid and you know you hit 12 13 and you're hitting puberty and then you got that on top of it like you know like not to get into that sort of stuff but when you know add it on top of everything it's a really weird time and you know even for normal you know able-bodied people i mean that's a weird time so you throw Mm -hmm. that on top of it it's uh yeah, like I said, I went back and forth through them. And then, you know, it probably really didn't set in until like after high school, like when I finally kind of was just like, I was okay with it. It didn't bother me anymore. And I haven't gone back, you know, luckily, since I got to acceptance, I haven't gone back through any of the other phases since. So, yeah, I mean, that is good. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, I, I don't think it ever should be like, or, tried to reduce to just like one single cycle throughout it. I mean, I, I think everyone probably experiences various uh, ways. And so I, I honestly, I just kind of view it as like a, like those, those stages of grief sometimes just seems like a, like a house of mirrors that a carnival, man, it can be like, you can just get stuck in there and, yeah. and just, and it, it, it's difficult. That's but once you do it. find your, once you find your way out though, it is very much so kind of like being stuck in the dark for a long time. And then you finally just come out into the light of day you feel the sun on your skin you feel that breeze and you just you feel uh an acceptance with yourself right i guess is is kind of probably what you what you finally felt i mean because because dealing with something that you you can't control i mean um that that's one of the most frustrating things to deal with in my life is things that you can't control because i think everybody's um, i mean yeah I mean, we, we, we like controlling things. Everybody There's a lot does. of people out there that really, they, they like controlling every aspect of their lives. And something something that's like out of your control, like um, me and my friends were going to go on a cruise this summer. That obviously got canceled. That, that right. That's like, like, that's one thing. Being born without your arms, that's an entirely another different right. kind of 
a thing to actually have to come to terms with. Right. Um, and, and I think that that is like, you know, part of your, um, well, one thing I will say that I don't like is, um, I got a buddy who I, I'm a good friends with them. And like his family is kind of one of those, like, I'm kind of an extension of their family. Cause I just, I'm with mm-hmm. them so many times. And so I've been into his mother's work a lot. Mm-hmm. And one day she came in and she wasn't really having a good day. And one of her coworkers says, well, look at Travis. He has no arms and he, you know, and he's always happy. It's like, I, nothing you, anybody can say to me can offend me, but I get offended when like people do that, where they try to use, try to use me as the people always, there's always someone that has it worse kind of thing. Well, yeah, because you don't, I don't think you feel badly for yourself. No, I'm like, no, not anymore. Like yeah. that was some of the early days stuff, but now, like, no, I don't, I don't pity myself at all. Yeah, and and which is why, like, what I mean this, like, out of the people we've brought on to three sixty six, you're easily one of like my top probably three favorites that we've brought in, and it's just because like you just roll, like you roll with the punches better than like yeah. anybody that's at least in in the three sixty six sports network for sure. But like probably better than most people, just probably you know because you've just been so used to doing for it. Because you, you definitely you don't have any like self pity or anything like that. You just keep going, dude. And I respect the hell out of that, man. Right. No, I I agree, and that's why. I mean, I don't. I I haven't had the the hot unbearable take yet on three sixty six where I have to fight a firestorm. Like we'll see how that goes <laughs> when I. When Kirk wins one Super Bowl with the Vikings, and I try to say that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, we'll see. We'll see how uh, I handle those punches. You're trying to start the fire here. Yeah. I mean, it's the wrong place yeah, for right that. Here. I, you know what's funny, dude? So, um, talking about Kirk Cousins a little bit, and this is going to be another little tangent. I guess this will be a little bit of a tangent episode, but that's okay. I was talking yeah. with Tristan before he came on. We're going to start a blog series called "I Will Die on This Hill," and my first article is going to be "I Will Die on This Hill." Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. All right, so, thank you. You're welcome. I, 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 from one Kirk stand to another. I need an ally. I need yeah. an ally. I'm an ally of Vikings fans who support Kirk <laughs> Cousins. I just feel like we're like so numb to like actual talent because like <laughs> the fact that all of these guys are NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> I know. Like, come on. And dude, we, they're already so good. I sit here um, being at least 30 pounds overweight probably. And just eating pizza and drinking beer, watching them play, judging yep, their right. talent. That's yep. my. That's what I do, and and I want to do Sit it for a, a long term. I want to do that for a career. So, well, imagine me being someone and watching Kirk Cousins overthrow <laughs> somebody, and I'm like, God, yeah, I could have made that throw. Literally, yeah. Like, and honestly, like, there's some wide receivers in the league that you could probably catch better than too, man. So, All right, Laquan Treadwell, we yeah. drafted one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, like, but, yeah, that's why everything is so relative. It's like, yeah, you could say, like, a guy sucks at football who plays in the NFL, but it's like, oh, he actually doesn't. But yeah, that's, right. a, that's a conversation for, for another day, obviously. But talk about things sure, that you – you know, on that for, like, hours. Yeah. You know what's funny about things you can't control? So when I was a kid, I was afraid of thunderstorms. Right. And, like, I was I, – I have gone to therapy – different points in my life i have no issue admitting that i would recommend that anybody who needs to get therapy should get therapy it's very 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 helpful when i was a kid i 
thunderstorms was a big, big, big fear of mine. Now I live in Florida, so I am no longer afraid of thunderstorms because we have them every single day. Um, yeah. Literally every day. It's Paul, I bet you don't miss that. Immersion but, therapy? Yeah, kind, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But my therapist would always say, it's be, you're afraid of those things as when I was a kid. You're afraid of those things because you're afraid of control. What advice, yeah. Travis, would you give people who are listening to this podcast and there's actually our numbers are actually pretty good, and we get a, we've gotten a lot of messages on Instagram and stuff. People have been like, "This has really helped me and see things." So it's like, shout out to all you guys, and you're with this with us on this journey. But Travis, what advice would you Absolutely. give to people who are dealing with something right now that's out of their control? What advice would you give them to make their life a little bit better if they're weathering a storm like that? I think that you gotta make you gotta make a list. You gotta make a list of the things that you can't control. But then look at the things that you can. True. Like I, I think that when you focus on that, and you start changing the things around in your life that you can control, it makes, it makes the things you can't just seem a a little less heavy, a little less worse. Mm-hmm. Um. And 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 that's kind of, yeah, you know, that's pretty much what I, you know, what I did. You know, I was like, okay, I can't do this, but like. You know, and, and games was one of them. I think when you talk about control, a reason that, like, I'm a big gamer is because, like, I can play them and I can do this thing and I'm good at it. And, yeah. Like, that's something that you control. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a solace that, you know, a vice or something that, you know, I found that. And that was a le- – I mean, I learned how to play video games on an N64 controller. Really? And okay. I hope – Okay. That whoever designed the N64 controller did not have a job long after that release because that was the most god awful controller ever designed. I think anyone that's ever played it was online literally like two feet long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I'm like once I did that, I was like, there's no evolution <laughs> of games that like I can take on. Like the controllers that they have now are like I get asked all the time if uh the the xbox uh inclusive controller that it looks like two gj pads i don't know if you've ever seen it the which okay. what, what is it what which? it's the xbox uh inclusive controller that's okay. specifically designed for people with disabilities yeah and i get asked all the time i think it even had a, a super bowl ad this last year Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, the Super Bowl feels yeah, like it happened. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, the Super Bowl, the 2020 Super Bowl that happened oh, in 2015. Right yeah, before exactly. everything went right downhill. Right, and uh, but I'm like, I've gamed with like my muscle memory is fixed to like these kind of controllers, and I don't think I could, you know, change. Uh, oh, that's cool. You know, and you know, I don't think I could change and those any you know now and i think um there's a video too that i watched recently about accessibility in games and how they were talking about how no video game is ever going to be 100 percent accessible mm-hmm. like the developers and the publishers want you to believe that but like what works for me just because i can play a video game with my feet doesn't mean um someone with cerebral palsy who has like muscle tics or something like sure. that would be able to play it. Like, and I think that's, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the hardest things about too, is then like, I would go into these, uh, you know, hospitals as a kid and you would see all different kinds of 
people with disabilities for all in all different kinds of ranges of it, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm lucky enough that I've found my my ways through. But there's a lot of people that don't either because their disability takes away their ability to advocate for themselves or um, or they don't have a good support system. Like I will mm -hmm. right now say that I'm lucky that my parents like knew how to handle getting me into public schools and they knew how to like, so I had a good support system and then that just you know, brought me through and not everybody gets that. Yeah. And, and dude, that's such a big aspect. I think for whether you're able-bodied or you're not able-bodied, like kids need a supportive home. Mm -hmm. Right. Big time. Um, yeah. And yeah. And, 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 and I wish like that was more of an emphasis nowadays, but like they're divorced, like people just get married and maybe people get married too young and like they get right. married at like 20 and then by 25 they're divorced and it's like, well, like I don't, I don't know what the answer is to it, but like kids need, like, right. and I also think we need to like empower people, like people's individuality. Right, that that is big, and that is, and I think when you when disabled people look at like what these big companies try to do for like accessibility in any kind of product, they try to kind of uh like put us all into one neat little box right and it's mm -hmm. such a broad thing mm -hmm. with such broad uh ailments and severities of those ailments that um like it's just it's hard you know it's hard to and, and that's why and i've had people be like no oh, works for works for travis why can't it work for you you know and the kind of thing and that's because it's not how it works everybody's problem is so individual mm -hmm. yeah um there's never a yeah. one-size-fits-all solution to anything and and that and, and that's why like i think you could take that issue alone and just expand it to virtually anything because it's like i think all of us look for like whether it's dieting right whether it's right. uh you know just getting your own mental health it's like oh like and then i think we also will feel sometimes like this inferiority complex is like well oh well this thing worked for paul but it, it doesn't – I'm still messed up after dealing with that. Like what's wrong with right. me? But it's like there's never a one-size-fits-all solution for anything. Absolutely. Ever. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really good point, man, um, that, you brought, that you bring up there. Yeah. yeah. But I just I, – I like what he had said at the beginning. It's just about changing what your uh, – you know, how you're approaching, your, you know, your view of not just what you're missing out on but what you actually can still do. Yeah. Um, you know, and just focusing on, on the, the good and not on the bad, because, uh, it's kind of like, you know, if you, uh, are walking in the, or not in the middle of the night, but, uh, you're walking by a coffee table, you know, uh, 2 PM on a Saturday, go into the couch or something like that. And you stub your toe, yep. you know, if, if you just like stand there and you just look at that toe after, while it's in pain, it's just going to keep getting worse in your head. Right. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of the thing about, though, if, if you don't really pay attention to it, is, is it's not as exacerbated. It's not as bad of a problem. Right. So, um, it's maybe down. not about ignoring it, because I think that ignoring it is not good either. But in a sense that, like, it, it's a balance, right? Like, you need to acknowledge it so you keep your feelings in check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you can't let it, you know, control you at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the same whole theme of control, like, is not letting the, you know, 
the loss of control control you you know what i mean yeah 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 because i think if you you don't want to basically like just acknowledge that it's not there because it's like that's like the people who like don't acknowledge race nowadays who are like i'm right. colorblind <laughs> you know what i mean not, yeah. i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but it's like there's it's like well right we should acknowledge that we're all different right mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with that like like our individual our individuality like like you said like expressing individuality that is what who we are and that's yeah. you know and we should I think and, that's all and that, nobody should be ashamed of who they are right mm -hmm. exactly having that individuality it's like you know is important but it's like i think just like anything like we all have different aspects of our identity like when you right. like when you peel back people's onions like onions of like the layers of their identity, if you will. Everybody sees like your exterior. So it's like obviously for are Travis. We ogres? I mean, goodness. Yeah, we are ogres, all of us, every single one of us. Right. But obviously for you, Travis, like, and honestly, dude, it took, Jesus. I didn't know that you had no arms for a very long time because like we've only known each other through social media. So like I, I didn't know. But it's like right. if somebody meets you in purpose, obviously the first thing they might notice is that you don't have arms. Um, right. But it's like that's only one facet of your identity. Right. <laughs> You know? and, and I think that like I've I've learned to be and like you know I work at the stadium like I talk to like I get that look like you know a hundred times a day every time I go you know go to work. Now now what and do you get, what do you do at the stadium if, if so I, I'm or... like a usher uh, or you know general information kind of thing. Right. Like, whatever they need me to do, I'm kind of doing it on the like guest experience side of it. Gotcha. Um. But, like, I'll get people that initially they'll reach out their hand to me for a handshake just out of instinct, you know? And, it, and it's just funny. Like, I learned to, like, just appreciate the humor in that. Like the look on their face as they, like, yeah, realize, and, and they're they like, realize oh, God, what have that's I done? What I, yeah. That's what I want every time is a good reaction. Um, but, like, you just have to you just have to learn to, you know, to deal with that and keep a – and I'm, I'm – I'd like to think I'm personable enough that, like, I can – make that not awkward for a customer at you know my workplace yeah. and you know and that's the thing that you have to learn too is sometimes i get a little carried away with the uh with the humor and then i make people that don't know me very well uncomfortable <laughs> about it yeah i mean oh I, my goodness I, some people but again like that's that's if they want to get uncomfortable about it, like that's their choice too like i mean like right and so like i try to dial it back a little bit especially yeah. if i'm at work yeah you that know? makes like, sense if, I, if we're just at a bar or something like and maybe i've had a couple of drinks okay i'm gonna be yeah a little slap you know, yep exactly <laughs> i mean have you ever like been working at the stadium and been like like stefan diggs drops the ball and you're like say you're like a customer like i could have caught that or something like that yeah like, <laughs> yeah i have and, and the thing is that i work at the same spot every week oh, yeah, yeah. so we get season ticket holders so now there are yeah, like a lot of some regulars that, yeah there are a lot of people that talk to me every every week we have you know we have a home game and so mm -hmm. um i have grown some of rapport with some of them that way that they'll be like oh you could even they'll say it to me now you could have caught that travis <laughs> yeah. i love it that is that's hold, awesome i gotta go let my dog out hold on paul you ask the next question yeah oh no don't put me under that pressure yeah. <laughs> All right. well, i just got like my dog's scratching the door he isn't like he doesn't like thunderstorms he's like me as a child he doesn't like he's like you as a child 
and uh, no, dude, I don't blame you. Right honestly, well, it sounds to me kind of like like almost like I'm not trying to go back to like last week's topic, but it comes to like expectations. Like I feel like you've kind of learned to, to that your expectations that you've got new expectations for people whenever they're first co- coming in contact with you. It right. almost sounds like like you are able to take the humorous approach. You're not getting offended just purely because you are. Um, you know, you, you've got the expectation already in mind that this person's kind of just going to probably amuse me, if anything, right? If, if they if they act a certain way. So uh, how, how would you say that I mean, in that sense, I mean, how would you say that you've uh, been able to manage your expectations in life with, with uh, that with that kind of thing? You know, I think it's I mean, it's been a journey, you know, just like anything. Um, but like, I don't think I've had to manage as far as expectations, as far as life goals, like I think that I'm perfectly capable of doing anything I want, Mm -hmm. but it's more of in a day-to-day sense of like, uh, I got to cook a meal for myself. Prep time takes me twice as long as a normal person. I have to be prepared to expect that. I have to, you know, make sure I have the time for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say that the expectations I have to manage come more than more in a day-to-day sense of like just the normal things that you have to do throughout the day and not so much like, you know, career goals or life aspirations or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. That, which, I mean, that makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, the things that like I would take for granted as somebody who's able-bodied, like making a sandwich. Right. Like, yeah, I get that for sure. Um, we're moving up. We're getting close to 30 minutes here. So a couple more questions. Probably maybe. need to start. Yeah. Probably yeah, need to wrap start. It up. One otherwise thing, we'll start having these long hour, long episodes. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we literally cut. Yeah. Cause we, we don't ever like to go like above 45. That's kind of like our limit just cause yeah. nobody, right. nobody wants to listen to a two hour podcast. But, um, I guess my one question for you dude, would be like, how can we as just human beings as a whole, like all of us together, help out people yeah. with physical disabilities more? Like, is that you a know, good question to ask you? Or, like, is that a fair question to ask you? Because, like, I don't, I know you probably don't want to speak on behalf yeah. of all disabled people, but. Right. And, I mean, I can answer it as best as I can. Sure. But, you know, obviously, like, I don't have all the answers, even though, you know, I am disabled, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think it would be, and I think that ties into what my answer would be is that um, let, let anyone that's disabled um, be their own advocate. Just, just create an environment where they feel comfortable where like, can you get the door for me? Or could you, you know, just the simple things or, Hey, I need to do this. Just, Mm -hmm. just create that environment where they feel safe to ask if they need help because then, because sometimes it's offensive getting asked if you need help all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, and there (laughs) are days where I'm more like, receptive to that than others and other days it's like i don't want to deal with people right now i can do this myself but right. this person's asking me you know so mm-hmm. I, I would i would say that's the big thing is just create be somebody that a disabled person would feel comfortable asking for help yeah and i, and I think that's the biggest way that we we feel more inclu- you know included and on equal footing sure you know because there's some of that you know that goes on like i don't I don't, and that's not me, but I think those feelings are valid for people Mm -hmm. in certain situations. And that's, it just goes back to, it's all about individuality that there's just so many different um, situations and emotions and people are at different places in their lives. Like 
just because you can joke to me about, hey, Travis, give me a high five, <laughs> doesn't mean you should go up to a person in a wheelchair and be like, pull a wheelie, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and I think that's, uh, so just, yeah, just letting disabled people be themselves and be comfortable being themselves around you. And I think, I think that's the number one thing that people can do that's easy to do. I like it. All right. See, I, I was actually, um, Oh my goodness, my turn to lose my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> see, because I, I was actually thinking, uh, but yeah, there it goes. Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of yep. us. Um, but listen. All right, it, was, it was a good stopping point anyways. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's been a good episode really having, you know, having you on Travis because, you know, yep. like I just, I just from my, my perspective, I feel like I've known you for a while now, like just online. Like it's weird. There's in a passing. In passing. Yeah. We've been like two ships passing in the night. Yep. Um, but I, I feel like from um, a perspective of just like that, like you've just always been just like, you're hilarious. You're a really funny human being. Right. And if you ever make it up to Florida, or if I ever make it up to the twin cities, we are going to grab a beer. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Um, oh yeah. Definitely. Going up both ways. Yeah, going up uphill both ways. Yeah, up to up to Florida. Up uh, yeah, to yeah, up to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you technically can go up to Florida if you just keep. Well, actually, you know the Earth is flat, so no, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that part. No, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 just one of those things. You just like, I just keep doing you, man. Like, you right. know, you you you're you're you're. A, I think you're somebody who could be a very big role model to people who are still dealing with those um right like the the five stages of grief if you will they're they're still going through the right. anger and then the depression and stuff who are who are in your spot so keep being a light right. man um and then you know uh for those of you listening who who you know are dealing with some things you can't control like just keep going the worst place to go is stop just keep it going right i mean that, that's kind of the thing is is um something that you know travis kind of said earlier is is you know just talking about the metaphor about stubbing your toe is a problem that is causing you pain. It is very much so important. The first step is to recognize that it actually is still there. Yeah. You know, you still have to, you know, process that and, and accept it and move on from it. But, uh, you know, it doesn't have to hold you back for forever. Sure. does not, man. Travis, any closing thoughts? Um, you know, I, uh, I would just say encourage people to try things. I mean, there's this pandemic, like I reached out to you because I was bored of doing nothing to start, <laughs> you know, uh, three, you know, do my own 366 page. Cause I was just tired of doing nothing. And then, uh, I was like, I had all the tools in my room to be a Twitch streamer. So I thought I'd try that too. Like, and just, just try things, you know, like enrich yourself. Uh, life yeah. is about experiencing what it has to offer. So um, that, that would be a word of advice for anybody, I Eight. guess. That's my closing thought. There you go. Amen to that, dude. And the Vikings page doing great. Make sure if you're listening, you give it a follow. It should be facebook.com slash Vikings 366 or just search Minnesota Vikings 366. It's got 872 followers right now and roughly page was created May 9th. What, it's not even three months yet. Right. And it's got a, yeah, it's been a so good it's, little run. It's been a good run. And football, hopefully we're gonna have football season this year. Uh, so and, yeah, and, and yeah, like I said, just wait. from like a like a perspective of just I've just enjoyed Travis becoming your friend. I've enjoyed having you with the company because like I said, you're 
easily one of my top three people that I'm, I'm glad we brought on. So it's, it's just, you know, it's nice when need meets value and, and when people who get it and like to be funny and have fun talking about sports and talk about life, right. it's good when all those people could get together because it's yep. what the world needs. No, dude, I, it's, it's one of my favorite personality traits, honestly, whenever you can just re- meet somebody that can just keep, keep just rolling with the sarcasm. Oh, yeah. it's great. But um, also go follow, go follow him on Twitch. No underscore fist. If I remember correctly, that was it, right? Yep. And yeah. give us a follow on Instagram now with the B, just the letter B, the letter happy B. or die trying. Yes. Follow us. We post things every day. Little motivational quote action. You got it. A little bit of realistic quote like, action. You got it. Yeah. They're not even like mo- ultra. Um, not, nothing just like too easy yeah. to like too, too, just like milk. We're not. Like, I'm not right. just trying to just like feed you just that but i am trying to feed you now something motivation we we make you think like we're not it's, we're it's not main, like it's mainly dan in all honesty guys I'll, like let's be honest here he's the one that's just trying to cheer everybody up and then i'm over here just like on my on my own personal one just trying to go and keep up and like the photos as he's posting them no you posted um, but, i like what you posted you posted the one yesterday though about the uh the little um the i try, I try to contribute i try to contribute yeah like uncle iroh it's dude he's, he's good it, we need to we need to use some more uncle iroh quotes yes um but yeah give but, us a follow there on the gram travis yep, thank yep, you yep. so much for joining us hey thanks travis, for having me man. awesome yes. having you dilly dilly so. guys thanks for tuning in hit that subscribe dilly button. Dilly. we'll see you next episode fam take care peace, peace.